Hey, Holly. Hey, Jason. Does this sound familiar? You've got one device that lets you catch the game live, another that lets you stream your favorite shows, you're watching sports highlights on your phone, and you've got your neighbor's best friend's login for the good stuff. Oh, so familiar. And I want to tell you about a simple way to get all that entertainment that you love without the hassle and a great way to finally get your TV together. That is an amazing sentence. It's called direct TV stream and it brings your live TV and on-demand favorites together like never before. So you can watch your favorite sports movies and shows all in one place. That means no more juggling remotes. Has this ever happened to you? And no need to ever buy another device ever again. And the best part, there's no annual contract. Holy shit. So get rid of the clutter and the confusion and get your TV together with DirecTV Stream. You can learn more. At learn direct- more at di- <laughs> okay, directtv.com. That's directtv.com. Direct TV. Dot com. Dot com. Compatible device required. Content varies by package. I was thinking, I was like, this could be the cold open. This is good. This, <laughs> and then it just, and I was like, then this can't be the cold open. This is not good. <laughs> no. It's a disaster. Ryan talks Server? about how Castor Troy should sue the government. Server, that's why you're the best in the biz. No, Castor Troy should sue the U.S. government, or his family <laughs> should, I guess, because he didn't consent to any of this face-swapping shit. Like, yes, he's having a good time being... Sean, what's Archer? Archer. Is that his name? Sean Archer? Yeah. He's having a good time Calling being a real... Barreling in there with guns fucking blazing. Being a creepy dude. Okay. But, like, you, you, you... Think of the consent forms you have to sign for, like, the most minor medical procedures. And they yeah. took dude's fucking face in secret in the middle of the night. Like, I, if were I his defense attorney, I would argue <laughs> all his subsequent crimes washed clean. Because you know what started them? Would you stole my client's face and is put that it like on pleading John insanity? Is that I, pleading like insanity and insanity plea? Kind of, yes. I would say but, like, like how could point. anybody be in the right state of mind when they wake up and find their John Travolta? But but so, what about? He didn't oh wake up. Okay. 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 I'm out. So you no, you're right. He, he, really he woke up me. and found he had no face at all. Woke up with no face. Yeah. Uh, then then said, put his face back on my face. It's unclear. I I suspect the first thing he said was, hey, put my face back on me. And they said, ooh, problem with that, Hoss. No, they show it. And he says, check the tape. Check the tape. Check the tape. He says, put his face on my face. I'm going to go live his life. I'm going to be the one that says, I I hate Eve. I hate to watch you go, but I love to watch you leave. But I think he's he's only saying that because option A is not available. I don't think he came in and said, you know what? Wait, I'm going to make lemons, lemonade Troy out of lemons here. Oh, no, no, no. Does Castor Troy strike you from the text as being a guy who is adept at pivoting on a dime and making the best of a given situation? No. No. Yeah. So I a, think... That's but, why they know that the bomb is planted there, because they know they only have this amount of time. He's a look, planner. None of this changes the fact that he didn't consent to the face swap in the first place. And that is why, ladies and gentlemen of the jury, you must return a verdict of not guilty. But I'm this, saying that Castor Troy is a I'm saying Castor Troy is a felder here and they fucked with his routine. I'm sorry. I'm not pro- sure he recovers. Prosecutor Kirk has a question. You can't just look up and, and you have a different face and therefore you're allowed to get away with everything forever. Yeah, yeah Ryan, there's, you there's a the... time limit, maybe. I mean, at some point, what, also, how many minutes would you say? <laughs> I think you get a week. I think you get at least a okay. week. That's all they had. That's all they <laughs> had. Yep. One yep. week purge, period. Yep. 
You Perfect. get one week when you when somebody steals your face to do anything you want. Ryan, you've actually seems... already made the strongest argument you could possibly make by saying, "How are you supposed to act when you wake up and you discover that you're John Travolta?" Right, right. But he didn't. But his alternative filter was to be a faceless man. He didn't have another choice. It's not like they were like, "Let nope. me open so up the lookbook and you could be anyone." Or Randy Dad John Travolta. Yeah, it's not like they were. You could be like, "Hey, you can be peak Dennis Quaid." Not an option. We've told too many children that they can be anything they want to be, I think is the lesson here. <laughs> the other one, though, they do have spare faces. It just so happens the easiest face to grow, the easiest face to grow in a lab is Richard Kind. You'll just end up looking like character actor Richard Kind. Richard Kind does look kind of par-baked. Look what you did to me! He's mad handsome, though, right? No. Like, no. no, Richard no. Kind is like a take and bake. He's like a Papa Murphy's pizza face. Yeah, no, he's, yeah. he's got not like he looks like like his he's, last he's name fits. Pleasant looking. He, yeah, he I looks look, call him... All I'm saying is if I'm the government and I get like, hit with this lawsuit. Like if you were I would feel confident. Yeah. If I get hit with this lawsuit from the estate of Castor <laughs> Troy for gone. illegal face swapping, I'm settling <laughs> that shit. I'm not going to court. I'm saying uh-uh. here's your three million dollars. The government was... was the one who did it. So how can it be illegal if the government did it? Oh exactly. <laughs> As always, our pro-government podcast is here to defend <laughs> any and all actions hey, of the executive hey, branch. I don't recall the government it. doing it part. I need to rewatch. I need to rewatch. Oh, the government one hundred percent did it. And... Okay, yeah. That, that they sent him. Sick. He said, "I'll go. I'll because." They could have had anybody oh, else right, that right, wasn't right. Sean Archer do it. Yep. And instead, right. he's like, oh, do you mean the guy that killed my son through my body? I'm going to go undercover as him to go to his brother because I know the most about yep. politics. Like, so clearly, I forgot the like, entire, I wanted like, to be a producer when I grew up. And look the at entire me. reason they swap faces, that escaped my brain. All I remember is what happened from that point onward. Right, right. He's got to get the location. He has to go to the He's maximum security sweet, prison yeah. that's on a boat. With the magnet boots. That's the, on a with boat. the Mario boots. Boat <laughs> yes. prison. He's got to go to boat, boat prison with the boots, get get the information from Pollux. Pollux realizes it's not really him. Pollux is, and then, no, Pollux doesn't realize it's not really him. He gets some of the information, yep. then he gets out of the, breaks out of the prison, jumps out of the thing barefoot. Finds out he's on, on an oil rig. On an oil rig, swims to shore, swims to shore. Then that's at the same time as when Archer, not Archer, not Archer, Pollux is. Castor, Castor, when Castor, Castor is. Why are you Castor trying is, to fight a Castor is swapping himself. Yes. Castor is swapping himself. Right. Then right. he becomes. He becomes. Sh- Caster becomes. <laughs> becomes Sean Archer. I wish you, the listener, could see the. Frantic gestures. gestures that filters. That's the exchange. Passion. <laughs> and then he becomes because, Sean Archer. Archer. Yeah. Then, then he gets his brother out of jail. Yeah. And then they do a fake interrogation. He's like, "Yes, you got to come on, big bro." He turns off the monitor. Says, "Come on, big bro. You got to give me some information here." <laughs> Faces. Or off. come on, little bro. You got to give me some information here. Then he does that. Then. Then he also goes home. Remember Janie, his daughter? Mm-hmm. He calls her Jamie. She goes, it's J. is it Janie? And then he calls her the wrong name, N or M. One of the ones, are they're wrong. Then Danny he Masterson is in this movie. With his daughter. Yeah, it's, you've got something I need. 
and then he gets close to her, <laughs> but it's cigarettes. And then he goes, Papa's got a brand new bag. Yeah. I've seen this movie a want... lot. Really? <laughs> uh, just, God, just for I the listener, this... Felder is now toweling off after <laughs> a good rep, a real <laughs> good rep. After giving, what, 1999's, 98's face off, the full Felder Stratter treatment. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> We can start the show now. Your mother, 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 Welcome to the Shutdown Full Cast. You are listening to the internet's only college football podcast. There is never enough welcome. Never. This here in the holiday season of Thanksgiving where we open our homes arms and families to anyone and to all you dare faces. say there's too much welcome in the shutdown full cast That's... a thanksgiving can there be a thanksgiving humbug i have found him and he is ryan nanny yes, yes. joining us from Nashville, <laughs> Tennessee. Wow. ryan has become the thanks taker <laughs> there has welcome. to be there has to be <laughs> How can it be given if it's not also taken? If there is sunlight, there <laughs> must also be darkness. <laughs> Are you the... saying that it's not possible clever, to be Ryan. dunked? Are you saying that every person who ever got dunked on is is ultimately submitting? Yes. Okay. Yeah. That you have just heard the voices in sequence of Jason Kirk uh, from beautiful Kennesaw, Georgia. You cannot see, but on our Zoom call, highlighted by the rays of the setting late fall sun, and Holly Anderson, uh, joining us as always from beautiful Atlanta, Georgia, sitting next to me. Highlighted by the Super Nintendo. Highlighted by the glow of the Super Nintendo and Bubsy. The, Bubsy it's Bubsy 2. Bubsy 2, it's I'm sorry. completely different game. Completely different game. Um, we also have on board two guests today because um, if the Krampus of Thanksgiving, Ryan Nanny, he who walks around Thanksgiving going, you're welcome, randomly... As people are giving thanks. Yeah. How the Indians like that, Ryan? You're welcome. For helping you survive the winter. It's the worst mistake they did. What's your Enneagram type? Oh, I'm smallpox blanket. Um, joining us as guests, we have first uh, Michael Felder. Michael Felder, welcome back. Thanks. I don't know if people are going to like that I'm back or not. Um <laughs> Buddy, I'm back, so it's clear that we don't care whether they want us here or not. <laughs> but I'm excited because I am, um, if, if, if Ryan is the, a succubus when I'm with not, respect to I'm Thanksgiving. Not, but, but oh, fine. what? Sure. A succubus? What do you think that is? Tucky isn't that what? Someone, isn't that someone that like sucks up like your energy and everything? It is now. In Let's a say it. In, in a, yep, yeah. sure is. Yeah, it is. All right. Is that, am I wrong on that? Ryan... Ryan, the Jezebel nanny. <laughs> You're welcome. Father, traditionally a succubus is like a sexy female demon who's there to lure you to your death. 
I honestly, I would rather be called a succubus than Thanksgiving Krampus. So I'll lead into it. Here I, I am. They, Here I, I thought, am. Sexy as fuck. Sexy to, Krampus. Let me steal I, your soul. Sexy, Krampus. sexy Krampus nanny. I thought they like stole your like energy. Yeah, like, energy your dick. They your, steal uh, it yeah. through your dick. Yeah, but yeah. it's a very yeah. specific. It's a very That's specific like method, route actually. through yeah. which that happens. Ryan, the mm-hmm. sexy Grinch nanny. Well, Thanksgiving is my dick. <laughs> this week, Ryan gives the sex talk to your kids. I was gonna At call Thanksgiving. I was gonna call go with the holiday theme and some food and call Ryan Yampus. Yampus. But get yeah. out the Krampus get of it, Thanksgiving. Get, get out. Yeah. I, I, now I have to cut that. <laughs> Anyways, point being, if he's gonna, if he, if if Ryan is, I used the wrong word. I'm dumb. Come on. Have you only times? The only times I've been hitting the head. I'm the siren of this, of this podcast. We okay, agree. what's Spencer's excuse? <laughs> Born this way. Natural luck. Yeah. Just blessed. So also, blessed. Also, ate a lot of Wendy's. It's true. My, my dad worked at Wendy's when I was born, so I am literally made. Like, probably my first solid food was probably Wendy's. Frosting and Chemical X. That's what Spencer's made out of. That's right. That's, Wait, what's that Chemical was X? pretty new fries. I'm like Moon Knight. Cannot be killed. Cannot ever truly live. Um, Elder, what anyways, I love Thanksgiving. That's the whole point here. I just, I used the wrong word. Did I do it wrong? Yeah, sure. Absolutely. Did it bad. That's my no, fault. No, but it was you, ma- but right you made it now. better. Yeah, you made it no. better with your improv. Listen, we can. There's another guest. It, <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Felder. Uh, also joining us from beautiful Kennesaw, Georgia, uh, sitting next to Jason right now is Emily Kirk. Emily, you are here to help us with Thanksgiving questions and your expertise, correct? Because you are oh, Midwestern. Sure, sure. Yeah. I just want to make sure nobody has Zaxby's traits for Thanksgiving. <laughs> Why? <laughs> <laughs> My first year here. Was that ever your introduction to the state you just moved to? Yeah, it sure was. Oh. That was my first holiday in Georgia, and his parents had a Zaxby's tray, and I cried. No <laughs> doubt. <laughs> but a Zaxby's tray for what? Of chicken tenders for oh, Thanksgiving like, dinner. I just, for, just so everyone knows. Yeah. Zaxby's officially calls it platters with a Z. Okay, so. whatever. I'd never had Zaxby's. It's called Thanksgiving. Yeah, mm-hmm. it was bad. Mm-hmm. I cried a lot. <laughs> and I wanted to go home. <laughs> this is my world now. <laughs> made, made me want to slit my wrists when I saw <laughs> it. Wow. <laughs> These are our traditions, and you will adopt them. <laughs> traditions. Hey, we've never had it again since, so my crying worked. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm just picturing. I'm, just, I'm picturing like a horn of plenty overflowing with nuggets. Uh, for folks who want to hear more about this story, we have it. Uh, we have it preserved in the Thanksgiving disasters episode. Okay. Uh, from a couple years back, but Emily, were you guys married at that point, or did you technically still have an escape route? Um, I had an escape route, but I mean, she forged ahead, nevertheless. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. we were not married, not quite yet. Is is Somehow. the um, is the Georgia contingent of your family now properly appreciative of your holiday efforts, or did they take some wrangling? Um, so they definitely know that I will not eat out on Thanksgiving now, so that's good. It, it took a couple years to get to that point, but at least it wasn't Zaxby's. Or Golden Corral. But yes, Golden Corral was always like the follow-up. Yeah. 
And then, so now Felder, Felder's <laughs> angry. We always cook Thanksgiving dinner, but now my issue is that. So, like, I brought the Thanksgiving dinner tradition here with me, apparently. Mm. And they still fight me on the things that I make better than anyone else. Yeah. So, and they say, soldier on. They'll say things like, oh, but, you know, she always makes this. And I'm like, whatever. You guys had Zaxby's before I came along. You should, you should stun on them one year and don't tell them just one year when everyone's coming over. Boom. You've been Zaxby'd back. It's been, it's been Zach, years. The Zach's back. But the, the Zach's revenge back. of Zaxby's has been no visited upon you. What's funny that I don't even know if they would remember. Like, it was just like, whatever. That's uh, the they problem. might step or, right or back they, into it. They, they might be like, oh, it's oh. Thanksgiving. Oh, that's worse. If you undid all your conditioning. <laughs> and they'd just be all like, oh, it's pretty good. Felder is, you, Felder is really unhappy right now. <laughs> Felder is massaging his head like he's got a searing pain. They would just I, forget it ever happened. Like, I'm convinced with society, most of the time, you could be like, at one point, the governor will be like, yeah, you should have to, like, totally, like, uh, we're not just going to have water anymore. We're not going to put water in your house. And people will be like, you know, you should just get water in your house through a pipe. They'd be like, no way! No, no that's crazy. No, I Felder, the ground? Felder, it's dirty down there. Felder, I, I, I know you would probably not get into this situation in the first place but if you went to somebody else's house for thanksgiving that you had no participation in and they were like all right everybody sit down we got the nice plates and napkins out and they just brought out zaxby's trays what would you do i, I mean i would cry See? <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I, I'm saying this from experience i we made it to a bowl game my sophomore year we made it to a bowl game we had practice thanksgiving week my family went to atlanta they left me, and I was like, okay, that's fine. I'm dating a girl that lives in Chapel Hill. I'll go to her house. But what I didn't realize is they're from Connecticut. Oh, no. And so they had fish. Hmm. What? And like, and, like, dressing that's in the turkey. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, no. Right. Yeah. Oh, no. Not, are those people. Not the big boy white plate that you get. Yeah. With it's the like, cornbread hey, stuffing. Who wants to maybe get food poisoning in small portions? Yeah. They had the dressing that has like oysters in it, didn't they? No, no oysters, but they did have okay. fish again. I, the, sin, the, the turkey was like the second centerpiece because the fish was there. And I was like, fish? Wow. What the hell is happening? And she drove, we, I started crying. She drove me <laughs> home to Charlotte to stay by myself on my birthday. <laughs> My 21st birthday, I got driven home by my, and she left the next morning and was like, all right, I'm going back home. And I was like, okay, I'm going to just be at home by myself. I don't have a car. I'm here. And I was like, but that's better than what just happened to me. <laughs> I can't believe we found something sadder than Spencer eating Thanksgiving at Whataburger in his car. <laughs> I just like I just like the idea that you cried the entire way. That it was just like you know, like four fifty eight. Why do you, ah! like, why do you like that? No, but like a loud gusting cry because he was so offended by. Oh, I, I saw. I saw like, Thanksgiving. My 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 girlfriend at the time, her family, with her two, she has two like twin little brother and sister. They saw me cry, and they watched me cry, and they were like, "I think you got to take him home." <laughs> He's not built for this. Like this isn't. Yeah. This is not his life. 
I like that you are now a story at some other family's Thanksgiving. Forever. Yeah. Forever. Right up, cried, and left. Yeah, remember that, remember that football player we had from UNC that came over for Thanksgiving and then he cried? You remember when she brought the crying bear over? <laughs> well, we we are going we're going to help everybody avoid. Let's find ways to avoid this. We're yeah, going to yeah. avoid tears this Thanksgiving. We're going to hopefully help you avoid, unless this is you what you want, we're going to help you avoid <laughs> eating Whataburger in your car in the parking lot uh, of a Texas Whataburger. And this was in uh, in College Station where I ate it. Uh, we're going nice. to avoid that, okay? Um, we are going to help you with your Thanksgiving questions. Um, Holly, what? would you like to ringlead us on this Man, and I guide can. us? Uh, Dewey. Throw, do we throw thank you this is hog at this is hog asks <laughs> man i feel hog. like we kind of did this already but he's trying to thread a needle here so i would like to take it genuinely if we can what is the most bizarre dish i could show up to thanksgiving with and still be able to pass it off as legit um i mean i think you can pretty much you can pretty much pass up anything as some weird family tradition and people have to say yeah uh, you know, people people can't call bullshit on you because people are fairly political. Um, like my my brother in law's family, the one they always ate Thanksgiving with us, and their family was closer, and we never really knew why. And then one year, he was like, "Yeah, last year at Thanksgiving for dessert, my mom made canned pear halves, and the holes in the pears were filled with mayonnaise and shredded cheddar cheese from a bag." <laughs> and Apparently, this is I, one of I those. I want to like, end the episode right now. <laughs> like, oh, that's why you drive from Birmingham. Okay, that makes a lot more sense now. So, like, oh, everybody's family makes some weird, awful shit. So, no, not uh, everybody's family makes weird, awful shit. That's not true. That is not true. My shit is on point. My my family shit is on point. Like, we no, not everyone makes weird shit, but. You are spot I feel like on. the answer is you could pass off anything. So I guess the question really is like, what's the that, most bizarre, what's the most bizarre concoction you've ever encountered at, a, at another Thanksgiving? That's that tops fish. anything that I have ever seen. <laughs> <laughs> Felder, what is the fish objection? I'm not, it's Thanksgiving. I'm trying to eat a turkey. <laughs> Pretty simple, Ryan. I know you don't it's understand. A, okay. It's a straightforward yeah. logic. Yeah, Ryan, don't bring it up again. Like I get, like I like if you're a pescatarian, I dig it. Go, go for it. But you can't have turkey on the table and make the fish the star. And the only reason that I can think of that is like, oh well, we're trying to be more. We're we're trying to do what they actually did at the first Thanksgiving. Yeah, everybody died at thirty-five at the first Thanksgiving. Yeah, I don't want the first also, Thanksgiving. And also, they weren't eating indoors. Everyone, the past is terrible, and we should not try to recreate it. Yeah, you don't want the be bitches had goose. <laughs> that's i think that's I, the I answer would like to i would like to attempt to <laughs> Goose. At some point. no that is the answer the most disconcerting thing you could do would be to roll up and go <laughs> hey i have a whole fucking goose and i mean it's live in your hands when you walk in and they're like <laughs> no, and they're like the they're like don't you have some steps that you need to follow here he's like yeah we're gonna do it in the backyard <laughs> <laughs> like you first have to like take the thing out which is no mean feat because geese, geese like, are ready to fucking fight dicks and if you right? show up with one that's not dead yeah don't have <laughs> don't don't half step to a goose you have to finish it quickly or it won't respect you and it may kill you angela you said you loved farm to table what the fuck 
Yeah. Additionally, have you ever tried to cook a goose? No. It's real fatty, right? It generates a an astonishing amount of fat That's that you have to fat, catch potatoes in a huge yeah. drip pan. And if you don't have an adequate sized drip pan for this massive goose, because they're you're huge start too, a fire. you're going to burn the entire goddamn house down. It is the and it doesn't even taste that good. It's like a tremendous amount of work. Oh, it doesn't. No. Okay. I figure with all the fat, it would be good. No, no, no it's, it's not. No, it's no. not. You know, it's nowhere close to duck. Duck so is so much they, better. Why are they so different? Well, like, why is the meat so different? The meanness. It's the it's the meanness of the goose <laughs> yeah, that makes they it. Have, they have mean thoughts and that filters through their bloodstream. I wonder. It's negativity. So now I'm thinking, like the traditional turkey fryer explosion. Can we uh, go goose fryer explosion? Would that be like? <laughs> it'd be just a new. Yeah. It looked like the Terminator too. Just... We used to have a tag on EDSBS that just said turkey fryer holocaust, and I think. I think I would like to replace that with goose at this time. Goose-ageddon. Yeah. It's not even that good, and it's such a pain in the ass, and you could burn your whole house down, and then everyone's just like, ooh, goose, that's traditional. So I think that's the, the weirdest Oklahoma thing you could bring. football of... Yeah. Uh, there, we've done football talk. So can you go ostrich for even for even greater... Um, Showed up with a live ostrich. Ostrich even is more good, though. Puns. Is it? How do it you know good. all this stuff? Ostrich yeah, yeah. is good. Oh, you've had it? Okay. Yeah. We've had, had it. A, where have, where have you guys had we ostrich? Had a, we I had it at a restaurant in Atlanta. Yeah. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. There's yeah. A, a South African restaurant in Atlanta called 10 Degrees South, and oh, they South have African. it. South African. South African. Yeah. Yeah. They used to sell would, it at the farmer's market. There are like, there are ostrich farms outside of Charlotte. And so oh, they sell, wow. like, they sell the ground meat, and they also sell kind of like the cutlets. And How obviously, the use this information of an ostrich farm to like ruin Hartzell's life. <laughs> First of all, we buy him an ostrich. They can't be that just expensive. Bring it to the bring it to the house and just tie it to their mailbox. Just tie yeah, tie it to the mailbox or a tree in the front yard it's and leave. It's a pet. This is for Julian. Yeah. from Uncle oh, Cerber. He'll lose his mind. <laughs> <laughs> it's hostile. I love it. Hartzell's not going to listen to this for a couple of weeks, so we won't be in trouble until after Thanksgiving. It spits and kicks at Daddy. Can we keep it? <laughs> can we keep it? I think I can maybe make that worse than a fighty animal, And although I guess this depends on the amount of children in your party. What if you show up with a cute animal that's part of the meal? Rabbit? I was thinking pig. Hedgehog? Like... <laughs> hedgehog? Yeah, hedgehog. Yeah, everybody, we're doing kebabs. <laughs> I was at least thinking of things that people eat. <laughs> someone has eaten so, a hedgehog. Some, someone has. Someone has been on. like, all right, dude, all right, I'm doing it's real rough right now, but Can the hedgehog's guinea going pig. down. Guinea pig. Guinea pig's delicious, allegedly. What? Allegedly. I've heard, yeah, I've yeah, heard the same. Oh, my Christ. Yeah, this is a South, this is a South American thing. Right. It's a, it's a, it's a delicacy in Peru. It's a delicacy yeah, in Peru. Yeah, Peru and Venezuela, yeah. Yeah. According to medieval experts... Hedgehog should have its throat cut, be singed and gutted, then trussed like a chicken, then pressed in a towel until very dry, then roast it and eat with some kind of sauce or in pastry with wild duck sauce. Thank you to Dr. Robotnik. That sounds right. Thank you, Dr. Robotnik. I don't even know where are hedgehogs from. What are, where are they native to? I mean, I guess England, if we're hearing about this in medieval cookbooks they're in that like indo-european area okay like throughout there yeah hey let's skip to a new question <laughs> this is incredibly upsetting um 
Let's see. R.E. Golf asks, I'm by myself for Thanksgiving this year. What should I make for dinner? And I'm going to throw this to Ryan because Ryan has a great attitude when it comes to uh, alternative Thanksgiving takes. Uh, whatever you like. Whatever you want. Like, I, mm-hmm. am, I am much more on the idea that Thanksgiving should be just about making food that you enjoy making, that you believe you and your guests will enjoy eating. I agree with Felder that if you're going to try something outside of the traditional realm, you should let everybody know. Nobody should get a surprise fish for Thanksgiving. <laughs> uh, but if, especially if you're by yourself, like if you're like, hey, I just want to like grill the best burger I've had and like buy some really nice ground or grind my own beef for it or whatever, and I want to like make my own French fry, like just do that. It it 100. percent you should not spend the time on Thanksgiving and the money on Thanksgiving making food that you don't like. It happens to so many people, and I truly don't understand it because I think if you asked your loved ones, hey, can we change this to something that like is more enjoyable for me? If their answer is no, fuck that. That's not a very good Thanksgiving, is it? Yeah, no, I, I, think, you're, I think you're right. I also would say, what are you interested in left interested in leftover wise? Mm. Oh, yes, that's a that's good a, point. That's a good point. Yeah, because um, yeah, that burger is great that day. Yes, correct. Mm-hmm. There was, <clears throat> but if you're someone I who have, does like turkey, and you do like mashed potatoes, or you would like to have that extra thing, like one of the big things for me, I I I love the food on Thanksgiving. I think it's really good. I think we we I think we handle it well. But I also always fry two turkeys because I you want, want to, you want the leftovers. I want the leftovers. Yes. And if you want those left, like they are on sale right now, you can get a turkey breast. So you don't have to make a whole turkey. You don't have to eat a whole turkey, but you can get a turkey breast for relatively cheap. You can roast that off or smoke it off or grill it or whatever you want to do. But then that's going to give you. The leftovers, because if you want to do that Thanksgiving sandwich the next day, right? Yeah. You have the ability to do that. So, yeah, I would. that's the other part that I would say. that, that Like, you hit the nail on the head, uh, Ryan. I also think that those leftovers, they be hitting. If, yep. you, if, you're, if you're having Thanksgiving entirely by yourself and you make a whole turkey, <laughs> that's just amazing to me. And people are probably doing what that. If you but- really like turkey sandwiches. I'm I'm not even like the turkey is not my favorite part of Thanksgiving, but I would totally make an entire Thanksgiving dinner if I were by myself. Yeah. It, what? what you, okay. What, what would be? What are you putting in there? Yeah. What are? Yeah, like, let's let's do the. What's yeah. your standard operating? Dinner? What's the what, four? What what's here? you? You have four yeah. things that I can give you for this. What four? What four yeah. I'm saying. No. No. Like, no. I want to. I want to start at four, and then I want to expand from there. Thanksgiving. Krampus is back again. Morrison with his sexy ways. Okay. Krampus back again. Check interrupted. Let's begin. Ryan, but put your shirt back on. Not months. again. He's <laughs> <laughs> nude. This is because I didn't wear the Eagles jacket. Yeah, yeah, Penny. Sorry, Penny. We can't see you without your true form. <laughs> All right, Emily. What what is your what is your go to rotation? What are we? Um, here? mashed potatoes, of course, and then my great grandma's noodle gravy, and what's that? Okay, yeah, so let's, we make, yeah. Let's hit pause. What is noodle gravy? Um, we make homemade noodles. And use that like we would make a gravy for the homemade noodles and it becomes like a two in one kind of dish because you can eat it as a side 
or you can put it on your turkey and potatoes. Ooh. But it's amazing. You like make the noodles the day before and then they dry out and then you roll them up and you slice them super duper thin and then you just boil them in with the with your gravy. I've never Homemade heard of this, but I like it. Oh, it's amazing. Yeah. I used to do that like when I was little growing up with my great grandma. And that's like something that I like to do when I can. It's time consuming, but it's worth it. And your family's right. from Kansas. Is that right? Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Right on. So that's a must do in my family. And then also my great grandma's cranberry salad, which um, isn't really a salad. It's just sweet. But <laughs> I don't like canned cranberries because who it's just jello. So we yep. do like fresh cranberries and other fruits and things and a lot of sugar. And then you use jello. Now that we have a vegetarian daughter, we use some other jello like thing. But it sets up so it firms up a little bit and then it's just like really good cranberry side. And let's see. Is there is there walnuts in yours? We use pecans. And yeah, my my grandma did a variation of this that was green and had pistachios in it. When I was oh little. no, this is it's totally red. Um, it, ha it uses whole oranges. You use the peel and everything, and pecans, um, pineapple. I why can't I think of what else is in there? A lot of cranberries. This sounds and... like a very church cookbook recipe because I feel like <laughs> I've seen a I feel like I've seen a variation on this from like a couple different aunties. Yeah, I, I don't know. It's funny because anytime I've brought it places, people either love it or hate it. And a lot of people hate it before they even try it. So whatever. Who hates it? Your it. family does not okay. like it. Well, they like sex. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say. We've, we've established the perimeters here. Is that why I always have an entire bowl of leftovers? Yes. So I'm just like, yum, yeah. yum, 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 yum. <laughs> it's funny because my family fights over it. Like we have to make like 14 batches because everyone's like, I want the leftovers. But. Yeah, he, around here, it's like we're the only ones <laughs> these, that eat it. These Baptists have simple palates, y'all. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, yeah, what's what else is on your table? Um, I'm not as big into sweet potatoes, although I eat them more now. I like them savory. I don't like them with marshmallows. Um, so in place of sweet potatoes, if people make that sort of thing, then I like uh, acorn squash roasted with butter and pecans okay. instead. Um, and I also do. I love green bean casserole. It's easy and simple and a lot of people do it, but I love it. And I do it with Swiss cheese and cream cheese instead of just the cream of mushroom base. Ooh. So, yeah, Shout those, out are, to those the are my must-haves. Shout out to the cannibals and a uh, friend of a friend of the program who made the four-pound green bean casserole for the office potluck last year. My brother <laughs> always had the, the, the like best Thanksgiving ninja trick of all to go to the green bean casserole, which in my house was prepared uh, in the classical Southern style, meaning this much green bean, about an inch, and then three inches of Durkee's fried onions layered on top of it. Correct. And he would just, my brother being the trash hound that he is, would just scoop up and be like, yeah, I'm getting the vegetable and would just scoop the fried onions off the top <laughs> of it onto his plate. Just Those are just upside down nachos. Uh, I, to be I fair, mean, I... Kinda... I did just buy the bulk size bag of them from Sam's because one of those little things is never enough. Mm -mm. No, he's like, I got a vegetable, mom. That is <laughs> the single the most, um, out of every item at the grocery store, the canned onions is the single one that no one gives a shit about until Thanksgiving week. Like if you work at a grocery store, that is the week when every single person who passes you says, where are the canned onions? 
because no one thinks got, about them. And Black Friday, they, the they cease existing. People put call them, them candy. You know, whatever. Put them on the end cap. <laughs> yeah, no, and they got to be Durky. I don't know why. The Durky brand. French's Durky brand uh, fried onions just hit like no other. I don't know why. And only in November. Because I've bought them for, on a lark, you know, in like April. You go, oh, man, you know. These Did might you buy be good. Them, like, to snack on? Yeah, you like, know when you're hungry, you're shopping hungry. Yeah, and you're like, oh, I'm just gonna try a handful of these, and you do it, and it's immediate regret. It's instant regret. Like, oh, this is this only tastes good once a year. <laughs> um, Ryan, what are are you guys? Are you, I know you guys made Italian for Thanksgiving one year. What are you? And you're hosting this year, right? What are you making? Um, I am hosting. I am doing a mix of, I'm ordering some, I'm getting a smoked turkey from a local place because I just don't want to deal with it. And then I'm trying to do, uh, we're going to do like pistachio crusted pork tenderloin as sort of the supplemental meat. Not the star. Not the star. Not the star. It will be the booster rockets to the uh, (laughs) space shuttle that is the turkey. I promise you, Felder. Um, And then this year, here, I have my list right here. Yes. Uh, yes. So we're doing Brussels sprouts, corn souffle, parsnip puree instead of mashed potatoes because, like, <laughs> I like I think mashed potatoes are good, but I also think they're very heavy. And this is like a recipe that use olive oil and you use the parsnips instead, and I just think it's a little healthier. Um, and t- I like the taste just as much. Mac and cheese, cranberry relish. I'm gonna make the rolls. We're gonna do like a wild rice with mushrooms thing, and then some dessert. That's what we're looking at. I like it. What's your, let me, I know we're, we're talking about what we're all going to yeah. have, but what's your, I saw that you just pulled up the card. Yeah. So what's your like planning process like? Cause I think that's one thing. And yeah. as this comes out ahead of time, I don't think enough people plan right out. So what's your process so like? So I have a, sp- your I have oven a sp- space. I have a spreadsheet. See, to me, to me, the problem is less, and this is just because of my setup. The problem is less oven space and it's more um, freezer and fridge space because right. I know like the, the, the parsnip puree, for instance, I don't need to make that day of, I can make that ahead of time mm-hmm. and then reheat it later. But the problem is going to be, I got to keep that in the fridge somewhere. So some of this is enlisting like local relatives who, who will be convening. It's like, Hey, I'm going to come to your house on Tuesday. I'm going to bring a big pot of this and you're going to bring it back to my house and then we're going to heat it up. Uh, but yeah, I have a spreadsheet where I have listed out what everything that's getting made, who is responsible for it. Cause some stuff I will staff out because people want to contribute or because like my sister who's coming in town, like really likes making the cranberry relish. I don't give a shit about it. It's not one of my favorite things, but she wants to make it cool. You're on the list. And then I have to list out, um, what do we not have that I need to get right. in some sense of like, cause you know, uh, the other thing about Thanksgiving is so many of these dishes are randomly like, here's a spice you never use half the year, or here's like a can of something that you do- are not, would not normally be in your pantry. And then I have a list of here's the order in which I'm going to cook it. And here's the order in which I'm going to reheat it. It's it, it is like a real organized process because I have learned the hard way that if you try to wing this and if you try to just think like, well, this will take about this long and this should take about it, you will completely fuck yourself. You will completely fuck yourself. Yeah. No, I, I that's why I had to ask, because I am a 
I don't do a spreadsheet. I'm a hard copy guy. Mm-hmm. But I go hard copy menu. That menu then spreads into all the ingredients I need for the menu. Yep. Then I cross check that with what I have in my home. Yep. Versus what I need to get from the store. And this is my last week of shopping. Yep. I'm going to get everything that I need because I don't want to be in the store like a psycho the week of Thanksgiving when everyone is going in there pretending like they know what they're doing. <laughs> yeah, I do mine in I do mine in Evernote and I would also underline several times, especially if you're trying this for the first time or you're cooking for a group for the first time, plot your prep time yeah. out mm -hmm. to. Uh, plot time for, you know, it, because if you're cooking multiple dishes over multiple days and you might need the same pan to cook more than one thing, you know, make sure you spread those out. So I do mine in Evernote and I start by making a menu and then I nest, uh, you can, you can nest notes, like have like, you know, note notes that live in a little notebook, like a little virtual notebook within Evernote. Mm -hmm. And I have a nest of so the menus on top and then I have a nested note under that that lists out ingredients for each uh, for each dish. And then I make a copy of the menu into a third nested note where I, that's where I go through and cross check it against everything in the house and everything that remains is my shopping list, but it's two shopping lists, right? Because you got to do one like a month or three weeks beforehand where you yes. get everything. You don't have to get fresh. Non-perishables. You do a quick run. You do a quick run like Monday of for your, for your meats and produce. And then you don't go to the store on Tuesday or Wednesday because we raised you better than that. I would like to offer a dissenting opinion to all of this planning. This is relating back oh, to this, the original this is question. Shocking. This that is you wow. should be boy. You, that you, if you were by yourself for Thanksgiving, right? Mm -hmm, there's a lot mm -hmm. of preparation you could do to prepare a nice traditional Thanksgiving meal for yourself. If you aren't feeling that, I would suggest $85 of Thai takeout. <laughs> $85 of Thai takeout and just watch uh, the lions suck. That's what you should no, do on Thanksgiving. No, watch a movie instead. Don't watch yeah, the watch lions. something good. I'm just if you wanted one if you wanted one tradition, if you wanted to throw one tradition in there, that's the tradition you want to put on people. No, don't if make I, people watch Jared Goff or find them without actually egg seeing bowl. your family. Yeah, I was trying to think of another Thanksgiving egg tradition egg that one could enjoy by yourself. Egg bowl. That, what? Okay, that is also oh, violence, though. If you want to watch things, okay, it's fun for an observer. If you're a Mississippi yeah. State or Mississippi fan and you are by yourself, don't watch the egg bowl by yourself. I would like to offer one more planning hack that Holly and Felder may not approve of, but I want to offer it anyway. I intentionally, I, I intentionally plan my menu with um, room for failure or stress. So I will always, oh, oh yes, oh, I will add one. I will add one extra thing that I know if things are dicey or if I'm just like fuck, I don't feel like making that. I can kill it, and I'm just so yeah. like this year. If I'm just like mm -hmm. you know what. We're not having the Brussels sprouts. I just don't feel like making them. It's like, that's cool. They'll keep in the fridge. We'll make them on Saturday or something like that. Like, build something in so that you can pull the ripcord and say, all right, I have taken one thing off my plate without even having to worry about it. I, I think you're spot on. That's, yeah, yeah. that's like when we put Minnesota in the top 25. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> this is like, you're down in the 15 spot in your rankings down. Right. You just got to start guessing. Right, right. Yeah, you have no, cleaning tips? Um, not really. I tend to just, I don't care if I don't sleep as long as I get everything done. Yeah. This is also, and grind. this is very Midwestern. 
It's okay. <laughs> it's fine. It's fine. No, that's listen. That's where like th- that's where the Midwestern and Southern moms are joining hands across the aisle and going, "We're not so different." Well, and <laughs> it's so different. Connecticut, it's Connecticut moms, moms are just like, "It's fish. It's fine." It's no worries. It's fish. <laughs> I'm telling you guys, like it's moms that's how and I Felder. That's how I felt. I I cried in the bathroom of a Walmart <laughs> one Thanksgiving. Because Hold the... on. Felder, how many adult Thanksgivings have you cried at? That sounds like a few. I think three. Okay. Two, three. All right. Okay. All right. All right. This was this was the Wednesday before Thanksgiving. I my injector broke. Ooh. Oh no. And I went and to Walmart. And now you have to go shopping with the idiots who start shopping on Wednesday. And I had to go and it was like nine at night. So I had to go to a twenty four hour Walmart. And they didn't have any, and I. This is I, and I'm. I'm. This is a point where I'm frying. I think ten birds, because I've got to do. I've got four four birds for co- some of my wife's coworkers. They've already been picked up. I've got two birds for my sister in law and her big Thanksgiving. I've got a bird for us for the house. I got a bird for for to. And we're driving to Fayetteville the next day to go to my grandparents' house to take them Thanksgiving. So we got to drive Aww. the three hours to Fayetteville. And I'm like, I don't know what I'm going to do. I have to get this this thing done. And I was like in the grocery store looking for a new injector and couldn't find one. Couldn't even find the, 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 the Tony Chasheries that comes with the injector. And I went into the bathroom and I cried and went back home and I was like, I guess this one's going in the oven and we'll take my grandparents one of the ones that's fried. But yes, it is high stress. I totally understand. <laughs> it is, it's, but I'm getting better. And to Ryan's point, have a thing that you can jet, you can blast into the sun. Mm. Have a thing and- you can blast into the sun so that you don't have to feel like you're losing your mind. And for those of us who are uh, Thanksgiving in warmer climes, I also like to have a, I tend to change up the veggies at the last minute, depending on the weather. Like if it's going to be 75 and rainy, like it is on many Thanksgivings here, I will forego the green bean casserole in favor of like, I think one year I just did a bunch of like soft greens out of the fridge. And I pulled, I went out to the garden and I pulled handfuls of every herb that I still had going and I chopped it all together and threw some olive oil and lemon juice and coarse sea salt in there. And that was what we had instead of Brussels sprouts or green bean casserole because I was just done with the heat in the kitchen. And it was great. It was fine. You know, I will also um, suggest cooking outside. Yes. If you have the ability, by God, that, yes. That is also a thing you should not uh, attempt for the first time on Thanksgiving. <laughs> nope. <laughs> nope. I always um, like to. Sorry, go ahead. Oh, I was going to say, you know, what makes me cry. The idea uh, that family members might this this holiday season open up packages and not get a delightful present from the good people at Home Field Apparel. That's what. Folks, he got the discount. A Thanksgiving present. Yes. That, you, you know what? Thanksgiving what Krampus else to be here for? telling you it's okay to give Thanksgiving presents. It's unexpected. It will make your relatives feel bad because they didn't get anything for you. Ah, uh, that's, that's right. Your- that's my angle. Yep. Mm-hmm. Um, and if you don't want to do that, if you want to wait until normal times, hey, good news. Homefield is uh, running a Black Friday sale 
starting on November 26th and running through November 29th. All items will be 20% off for the duration of this sale. You don't even need our code, which is offer code FULLCAST on your first order, but you technically don't need it here, but remember it for after the 29th if you fuck up. But it um, only works on your first order. Yes. This one works for right. anyone. Your 8th order, your 15th order, your 1,000th order, doesn't matter. And don't judge those of me. you who've rocked with us for a very, very, very long time, we have a Thanksgiving present for you. Um, and to the point of planning, as you can probably tell from, I don't know, everything else around you, these items are going to sell out. These items are going to take some time to get to you. The supply chain problems are very real. There's probably a like shipping container sitting in the Suez Canal full of comfortable sweatshirts and T-shirts. <laughs> so... Order as early as possible. No, because they're printed in Indianapolis. Oh yeah, it's not theirs. They route through the Suez. Yeah, yeah, and all, yeah. The Yukon sweatshirts <laughs> and what have you go from Indianapolis to the Suez and back. Yeah, right. they, they send them yeah. on the big boat to sit in the canal for seasoning. Yes. Um, That's so why they're so comfy. Get your get your Homefield is telling yeah. us to tell you. <laughs> get your orders in as early as possible so they have plenty of time to get you. Uh, all of their fine goods for the holiday season. Um, yeah, that's that. That's what makes me cry. The idea that some somebody might wake up, some 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 uncle or aunt might wake up Christmas morning and not have cozy home field apparel. <laughs> Traditional uncle <laughs> holiday. Listen, it's a really gift. good uncle or aunt gift. When we gift the uncles the the gift of four hours of watching the Dallas Cowboys every yes. single year. Wouldn't you know, it, would, if you're going to watch the Lions, wouldn't you rather be comfortable doing it? But I'm not going to watch the Lions because I'm not a psycho. So why not, be, why not be hyper comfortable? Why not be hyper comfortable? Well, because I know how to invest my time, Ryan. Okay? And it's not the only That's thing the I know. That's the only thing you know how to invest. Well, who can help me with that, Jason? Well, uh, here you go. You, you, you do both at the same time. What you do is you download the Acorns app at acorns.com. <clears throat> you make sure to add the, the full, slash full cast on there, and look what you got. You got a $5 starter pack for your investment. Um, you maybe you know start working on your Thanksgiving fund. That's how retirement works, I think, is you cash it out every <laughs> Thanksgiving. Uh, and then buy the, the biggest, buy the biggest turkey that you can is my Thanksgiving advice. So uh, how it works is as you make these purchases, as you buy Thanksgiving ingredients and injectors and so forth, uh, it rounds up the nickels and dimes and they go into this magic pot that then gets invested and whatever, and then you retire. <laughs> you and won't want to squash these acorns. They pay us every week for this ad. I say that every week and they keep paying for it. <laughs> and then when you retire, you can have whatever you, every day's Thanksgiving when you're retired, just make whatever you, you can want. Eat. You can eat a whole turkey every day. That's, That's right. Acorns.com can get you further along towards your life goal of buying an entire away. turkey every day and just eating it. Just sitting out in your front porch in a kiddie pool with a little baby bib, no shirt, and in a pair of hot pants just eating this, like, this, eating like, this turkey. This That's, is like 1910's populist presidential campaign. A turkey every day. <laughs> a turkey. A vote turkey for on Wilfred every porch. Yeah, well, vote for Wilfred Miniman. He'll give you a turkey every day. Spencer Holtz. Scourge of turkeys everywhere. God damn it. Speaking of turn of the century child labor, uh, Spencer, how are uh, Rowdy and Ricky Bobby Jr.? Um, we have now had, I believe, after a sudden reversal 
Uh, last week we are continuing. That's also very turn of the century. We are continuing that as Elder Son is now behind Younger Son, who was previously uh, down. We are now, let's see, a gap of fifty or sixty-three dollars. Sixty-three dollars. So the gap is holding steady. I do not know if the two have been hard on the embezzling hustle this week or if they are just again occupied with uh, crypto probably crypto they're probably just up to their eyeballs in it speaking once again of children and that is acorns.com for all your investment class needs speaking of kiddos we have a question from aaron brotman at aaron brotman on twitter how old does a kid have to be to put them to work for thanksgiving prep spencer i'm ruling your children out uh, let's throw to those who have daughters and hear from them. Uh, old enough to read. She can hmm. follow directions. Hmm. It can be what, simple. What does, Evie, what does Evie work on with you guys? Mm, see, she likes the idea of cooking a lot. She loves the idea of cooking and making all the things until she starts it. And then she's like, I'm going to go play now. Yeah, we've had that experience in this house a lot. Um, Felder, I... I tell uh, I tell my nephews when I want to shame them that Savannah is three and knows how to load the dishwasher. Uh, where is she on her on her sous chef journey with you? Yeah, she's a she's a plate clearer. She's a dishwasher loader. She's a dishwasher emptier. She also is um, she has her own like we got her her own chopping sort of little um, microplane isn't the right word. What's it? What you know what I'm talking about, Ryan? Like it's the you hold it and you, it's like a bench scraper, but yeah, that you can use yeah. to chop. Yeah. Um, but she's three and she'll be a part of Thanksgiving. It'll be, I think it's about interest more than it is about making them do it because. You're, you're I, nicer than me. <laughs> I, but, the, the, what, but here's the problem. I don't want, if you're not into it and you're not in, interested and involved, I don't want you in my way. Mm -hmm. yeah. Felder wants people who are committed to this team. Yes. Yeah. Well, right. it's just more. It's more of a hassle if you're having to stop and redo sure. what they're doing or keep getting on to them to keep going. But you got to have buy-in. Yeah. Yes. And so and the, the other way I think about it is less my kid and more how I was. I grew up, I'm a mama's boy, no doubt about it. That's the reason why I'm homesick. I'm not close to my mother. And literally to be in the kitchen on Thanksgiving, you had to be doing something. And so when I'm four, when I'm five, I'm, I'm washing greens. Nobody mentioned collars, but collars are a big part of Thanksgiving for me. Like, I was washing greens. I was pulling greens off stalk. I was washing greens when I was growing up. Then I got to the point where I could chop the greens or pull the greens apart. Then I got to the part where I could, you know, cut the corn off the cob, got to the part where I could peel potatoes. And that was just like growing up. You like level up on the thing that you're allowed to do. So, yeah, I think like right now I've got a kid who she helps me tear greens off stems and put them into the put them into the water to wash to soak she's at that stage as she gets older if she's still interested we're gonna get her peeling potatoes we're gonna so i think kids if the kid if if your kid is interested get them involved because it's a skill that they'll have for life like i i don't know about you guys but i have like this my cousins that are all my same age and Quite frankly, none of them can cook for shit. And I hope they're listening. It's 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 one of those situations where they never learned that skill because they did they were like, Oh, I'll come in and pick off the turkey and then go out 
but I'm I'm not staying in here to do extra work. It's not dissimilar from learning a language. Like you can learn it later, sure. but it's going to be harder, and it's not yes. going to come to you as naturally. Um, That's a great point. We are learn Thanksgiving while your brain is still soft. Um, my daughter and I <laughs> tend to do the baking portions together. A because those are usually happening before Thanksgiving itself. So you can sort of just focus on that. There's some math involved. The other thing is for me, baking, I would say much more so than a lot of the cooking parts of Thanksgiving, really requires you to, to like, do your mise really well. You you need to say, like, and for me, it's very helpful to say, I have already measured out all these things. So I can say to her, okay, here is a half cup of this. Here is a teaspoon of this. And it's already been separated out into a cup or whatever. Yeah. And you can learn about dry mix and wet mix and whatever. And you can, more so than actual Thanksgiving stuff and a lot of cooking stuff, it's the kind of thing where if she's with me for half and then she decides she wants to bail, that's fine. Like, you, we got a little time together. At Thanksgiving, she gets to feel proud and say, like, hey, I helped make, you know, this or that. That's right. cool for her. And it just, like, I, but I agree with Felder. Like the idea of saying like you get in here and you start, you, you get this knife and you start getting to work like that's that's a terrible idea. That's just the worst. We have we have different mothers. Um, Ryan, what is your while while we have you on the subject? What is your what is your menu this year? Besides what? the, did you the de- did we get all the way part? through yours? Because I think we got derailed on parsnips. Uh, well, no, I we we hit all the main things. My my mom wants to handle the pies, so she's doing that. And then there's the there's a mystery item that I, is yet to be determined. I want to make a third, probably chocolate based dessert. I don't want it to be pie. I haven't decided what it's going to be yet, and I do have to decide that pretty soon here. Ooh, you could do like moose cups and because those will keep in the freezer. Give I have, everyone king size Snicker bars. I have Just thought about moose. One of the mind. problems. Yeah, see, see that big fucking Reese Reese cup, the pie shaped Reese cup. Can so yeah. one, one no. of the problems with moose is that it you have to use raw eggs in it, and there are some people oh, at this yeah. who should not be having raw eggs. So. Yeah. Oh, I have yeah. to like you can apparently you can buy pasteurized Just eggs. Use cool, you can use Cool Whip. It's fine. <laughs> so so we'll see. Cool Whip. Yeah, that's they that's what it just just serve chocolate cool whip. Pie shaped Reese's cup though. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Hey, those, you, you know the Reese, you know the pie shaped Reese's sold out, right? Fuck. Wait, those are yeah. real? I thought you were joking. Oh, oh no, no, yeah. no. It's oh, like a nine inch. Mi- have I missed an internet thing? Oh my yeah, god, I've yeah. Why exactly? Why exactly are people acting like it's a new thing? My dad one hundred percent brought us one of those from the truck stop one time. That's down South Carolina as hell though. Okay. That's very true. Yeah, that might have been one of the like rare blessings of living in the Palmetto State. Is they're got like, it. hey, we got an endless supply of these. I don't know why they just <laughs> the, keep the, we got them all off the train. If you don't come on over, a lot, people don't know this. The nine-inch Reese's is actually the state bird of South Carolina. <laughs> this is the this is the lost verse to Big Rock Candy Mountain. What's your favorite kind of? Hey, Strom Thurmond, what's your favorite kind of steak? I like a Reese's nine-inch. <laughs> don't make me like Strom Thurmond. <laughs> Everyone has one thing in common with humanity. We all like okay. the stuff. <laughs> that was, by the way, chillingly accurate really Strom Thurmond imitation that I just did. Water finds so, its level, my dude. Yeah. Water finds its level. Hey, you know, too, for dessert, Emily, if they make chocolate Cool Whip, you can just put that in the fridge and it'll harden up. It's like a new dessert. Yeah. It's amazing. Yeah. <laughs> Get you a nice- That's what I learned. 
no. get a knife, put it in the middle of the table. Yeah. Wait, I know, I know we were ostensibly talking about children. Spencer, what is your key contribution to Thanksgiving prep? Um, I cut. I do good knife work. Huh. So if you need something chopped, I will do that. That is traditionally my role is to do decent knife work and to keep my children away from the fucking turkey fryer. <laughs> keep them away from the knife goddamn work. hot right. oil bomb. Well, you're mad already and we haven't even started cooking yet. I'm so mad. I'm already the, so you're fucking the get mad. You're coach of things. How, well, yeah. how, how old do you think a kid should be before they start fucking around with that turkey fryer? Probably Mine? older, but they're 40. not ready. They're 40. not ready. You don't understand. They're not ready. No, yet. they're not ready for each. Like, and I don't trust them either with prep with the knife yet. Both for very different reasons. Each child, I distrust them. I distrust one with the knife because there will be blood, and then I distrust the other because there will be someone else's one blood. Is, yeah, one is there will be blood accidentally, and one is there will be blood on purpose. Yeah. Don't, so don't drink your milkshake. Eventually, think, yeah, but I'm going to keep... even they could... This is... Uh, I was going to say a second ago where I do think it's very useful to get kids involved is, especially if you're working on something else, having them set up your mise, especially in, like, a baking scenario, you know, measure, yeah. show them how to measure out half a cup of flour and put it in a little bowl. They're going to get flour everywhere, but flour always gets everywhere at this time. Yeah. You know, like, most time. of the messes that you can make while setting up for baking are recoverable. Yeah, but if I'm, if I am, if I am instrumental, it all depends. Like, I've spent Thanksgiving in different, like, several different scenarios over the last couple of years, and I'm usually the chop guy. I can cook a turkey, and it'll turn out fine, because I can follow directions, especially when it comes to cooking meat. If it's, like, baking, I'm lost. That's too close to science. I'm out. Someone else needs to t do that, right? But I can cook stuff that is, you know, pretty much like one-step fire recipe. And a turkey, there's a lot of prep, but you can follow the directions. And then when you're finished with it, unless it's a fried turkey, it's still just a turkey. It's fine, and it's good. It's just not worth You're like, wow, I worked nine hours on this thing, and I got a B. You make a stock? B. But are you making stock then? I mean, yeah, no, you can do that afterwards you, and all that kind of stuff. That's, that's fine. You, no, 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 no. You, you can. Do, but stock has to go before. You better. Yeah. yeah. Stock comes with your dry run of the turkey in like October. Right. I've got. Or I'm least, sitting on. I'm sitting on a sitting on a carcass right now to to get my smoke <laughs> stock going, baby. But no, <laughs> I, my stock and sugo is frozen and ready to take up to my mom's because I am not hosting this year. Thank there you, merciful go. Jesus. No, I'm I'm in. I. I started frying turkeys when I was 15, so I'm... Kids, I'm are, a, kids are built different, man. I was thinking about how I had my first <laughs> camping knife when I was eight, and that's the age of Spencer's younger son. And I'm Not in like, a thousand no goddamn years. Way. No. There's no way. Look, some of the difference now is if you... if it, when we were I realize up, everyone on this call has daughters. Fuck every single one of you. <laughs> that's Fuck not, all of you. Look, but the Ryan's, other Hey, Ryan's is, about to have a combo pack, man. The other distinction is Welcome to when, hell. We, when we were growing up, if your kids, if, if you got injured in a way that your kids should have been watching you better, as long as you didn't die, your parents were not going to make national news. They yeah. were going to be on the local news broadcast, maybe. But now, like... Yeah, this country used to be great. You have we to parent so that you're not the main character on Twitter. You, we live in a world where, guess what? There was no chance in hell I could pull the television down on top of me. Right. Right. Mm, yeah. <laughs> Big ass wooden cabinet television. <laughs> if you if you did, you would have been playing at UNC when you were twelve. Right. <laughs> You're like, this is the strongest like, oh, baby I like on the his, world. I like in his the world. want to. Hey, yeah. He's got some want to. Yeah. Am I in charge of the turkey this year? Mm -hmm. 
I'm in charge of the turkey. What are charge. you doing? What manner uh, of turkey cooking? I remember what we did last year is a shitload of butter. Butter is a secret ingredient. You can't go wrong. Just I don't think it's a I secret. Much, however much butter you think is a lot, it's. I think the secret is like infinite butter is the secret. Under the um, skin? Yes. Everywhere. Oh yeah, and we did a lot of a lot of herbs under the skin. I don't remember which ones exactly, but uh, you made a buttery paste of herbs and butter. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, love I love a buttery paste. Mm-hmm. Shit loads of butter, and then stuffed it with veggies and more herbs and lemons. Oh yeah, the lemons. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I gave. I said because uh, last year because of COVID, we weren't really seeing his family, so my family was around because we helped them a lot because they were super high risk. And those were the only people we saw for a long, very, a very long time. But, um, so I was basically doing everything else. So I told him he had to do the turkey. So I found him something he could follow along (laughs) to. And it turned out actually probably one of the best turkeys we've ever had. And you've learned to delegate. I can follow instructions. Everybody's acquiring skills. Yes. Yeah, because I don't don't know the last time he cooked. He can smoke things. Yeah, yeah, I cook outside exclusively. Yeah. This was you. You I, have dad I, cooking skills, Jason. Yeah. I think your 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 my set of my set of skills and your set of skills overlap in that. Like, if it's cooking outside, that's that's my realm. I could do that, right? Um, once it gets into anything that might require wearing a white hat, of like to cook, I'm I'm more and more uncomfortable with that. But if it's something that involves tongs and smoke and fire. That's that's I'm farther over toward that spectrum. I had a question about the turkey. Do you think you could just take a can of Mountain Dew Rise blueberry pomegranate crush and just put it in there and sort of gently ventilate so that it boils out through the turkey and infuses the whole bird? Yeah, that's fruit. With... No. Is that will that work? Right. How no. about we're gonna get two turkeys? Okay, we can have yeah. we can have normal we turkey and we'll have fun turkey. Where are you gonna cook it? Fun. fun. At our house. So fun key. We'll, we'll, put the, we'll do the normal turkey in the, in the good oven, and ours will be for some Yeah, so here's the thing about the good oven. Our our house was built in the 60s, and it is fun size. Like, our exactly. kitchen is not meant for cooking. And yeah, our, our one full-size drawer, like our silverware drawer, <laughs> opens about four inches into the fridge. And our oven is about half size. So it's really fun when you're cooking a lot of food to try and cook in that kitchen. Horrible. That kitchen was designed for smoking and drinking, right? It was yeah, like, what are you going to do? We're going to smoke and drink over a casserole dish no one touches because we've yeah. all smoked and drank. And we, Microwave, we the oven of the future. <laughs> yeah. I, I grew up in one of these and I have one now and my mother calls it the one butt kitchen. <laughs> I and really. There's I, only yes. room for one butt in it. Yes, mm-hmm. that that is that is. Listen, if we're giving people tips and tricks. Absolutely, figure out how many butts your kitchen can handle. Because, <laughs> yeah, and also, don't you know what was the old thing that when when drinking and driving first like became a thing when it was like friends don't let friends drive drunk. Oh, when friends, drinking and driving became a bad thing. Yeah, a bad thing. Like, okay, friends, like also, don't cook with people you don't cook with. Mm-mm. It's, it's stressful. It was, it's remarkably stressful. Um, it don't don't let your friend who she only cooks two days a year, don't let her come over and then think she's going to do some work in your kitchen. She's going to be in your way the entire time, and she's oh. not your kid. She's not your kid. Also, where you that you have to love. Also, do not do not do not mess with someone else's meals. Do not add on to their dish. Okay, the biggest fight in the history of my family started when somebody put an entire half stick of butter in somebody's peas. 
without asking on the prep, and two hours later, everyone had gone home crying. That that was the wait, wait, start. Wait, no, we got to hear the whole thing. I can't even take you through the whole thing. It started into a fight that evidently unearthed, like it was like opening the ark. So it was like right? fi- fights from uh, like like was this where slights from ten years? Yeah, ago it was were like opening the ark of the covenant sh- okay. with like a stick of butter. Yeah, old yeah. shit came up. Old yeah. dead shit. Pit, like like marriages that I didn't even know about were referenced, right? That had already <laughs> happened, right? That's why your first husband left, and you're like, you had a first, first husband. husband? <laughs> <laughs> you know, that's why you have a kid across town. What? <laughs> like that kind of shit. You know, that's why you killed a Kennedy. That's my, why my you uncle Lee it. Harvey Oswald. Yeah, yeah like um, <sighs> that was yeah. So don't don't do that. Don't mess with that. Additionally. If you are a person, all right, these two people can be in the kitchen together. A person who cleans as they go and a person who cleans as they go. A person who does not clean as they go cannot be in the kitchen with somebody who de- who cleans Mm-mm. as they go. Mm-mm. That cannot happen. If you're a cook, there are plenty of good cooks in this world, probably I guess about at least half of them, who do not clean as they go. They're just throwing dishes. That's fine. Okay? But you can't be in the kitchen with somebody who you cleans as they go. You can't cross the streams. No, 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 no. Are there people who clean as they go on Thanksgiving? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Really? You have to. That's very brave. Oh, yeah. I don't know how to do it without going insane. I cook like a Waffle House chef. You know how they're like, here, just <laughs> like scrubs, sure. like constant motion? Yeah. Spencer, does does your um, does this rule allow for two people who do not clean as they go? That's fine. That's fine. You're both stacking. That's fine. Like, you're okay. both. That That's fine. Because you, you accept the mess, right? You're not the person who cleans as they go looking over and going, what the fuck are you doing? I'm not doing those, right? <laughs> This kind of covers the next question I was going to hit, which is from uh, David Naylor at Professor Cedar, who says, we are hosting Thanksgiving for the first time this year. What are we going to screw up and how can we not screw it up? Parentheses, Iowan Thanksgiving, exclusively Iowan people. Uh, So I also happen to know, if I remember from Charity Bowl last year, that David also has a less than a one-year-old child in the house. Uh, So I think we've doled out a few good tips for first-timers. Emily, I'm going to throw to your to your Midwestern expertise. They're 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 trying to impress some Iowans. Is well, there... we have had a few Iowan Thanksgivings, so well, teach us um, their ways. I mean, basically, corn, corn. <laughs> um, everyone should contribute. <laughs> everyone should contribute. Like, I don't know if I would have ever been to a Midwest Thanksgiving where it's not like potluck style. So mm. maybe they're hosting, but it doesn't say if they're. Um, you know, that's a good point. Doing yeah. all of all of the work um, with their hosting and a new baby in the house. I kind of feel like that's a great excuse to say, OK, now what are you bringing and not even ask right. people if they could bring something, but just ask them what you're bringing. I would feel really weird going to any Thanksgiving dinner and not bringing like four dishes. <laughs> so, I mean, I, I really hope other people are bringing food. Um, I, I, I think basically we've kind of covered everything. It's, it's just like anywhere else, really. Like, don't, don't over budget your time. Um, make sure you have like a throwaway item, like Ryan said, and, uh, yeah, don't let too many people in the kitchen at once. I would probably prepare to have pretty much everything done. Maybe things just need heated by the time people get there. Like don't try cooking while you're trying to entertain people because that never works and something will go wrong. So as long as you're prepared for people to be there and you're already done with most of the cooking stuff, you should be fine. All right. We have a question from right back at Drew at competent ish on Twitter. Oh, let's, let's light this smoke grenade and throw it into the middle of the room. 
turkey or ham for Thanksgiving? Turkey. 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 Ryan. Turkey. I never but, have. A, I I don't have strong answers on this. It depends on your group. If your group wants both. ham, makes ham. If your group wants both, yeah, make both. Yeah, like yeah. We we always have like a two meat situation. I feel like uh, at Christmas, but Thanksgiving is strictly a turkey. I mean, it us. is it is official full cast policy that we endorse the presentation of ham once the sun is set. Yes. Right. So sure. if yes. you're gonna show a plate, show a plate let, with ham. Let the That's right the ham rule. in. Yes. Let the right <laughs> ham in, and wait, then wait. around eight or eight or nine, deploy the ham. Deploy mm-hmm. the ham at eight or nine with some biscuits, and then watch everybody suddenly get like their third wind. So I have a swerve I can throw in here. Wait, Jason, you want to say something? I was going to say, what is our number two meat? Because I feel like ham is often assigned to us, but we're not the We're not ham fans. people. Um, I would say roast, probably. We're not That's ham something. folks. Ham, yeah. yeah. Ham persons. I would say a roast is usually like if we decide to do something not so traditional for a holiday, which doesn't happen often. Usually Easter is the one. We would do like a roast. I, I think ham is the worst pig. It's my opinion. So I would say, any Ryan, you mentioned tenderloin. That's that's very appealing. Mm-hmm. There, there's so many better pigs than ham, in my opinion. Ham is ham is an accent meat. It's mm-hmm. an accent meat, not a main dish meat, right? So when somebody's like, "Do you want a plate full of ham?" I'm like, "That's a tall order, buddy." <laughs> Just <to be> like <laughs> I'm looking at a lot of ham. <laughs> I'm gonna have to put it down. I have done that, but afterwards you're like, "I don't know if I need much more ham." Now, if you take that ham. Put it into a sandwich if you're going to sort of like come with the different mediums to sort of pass the ham through without it just being an intense amount of ham that's fine but like there's a reason that they cut um that they cut expensive parma real thin right it's a very intense flavor ham is intense ham ham is intense spencer hall quote me on that right <laughs> so there's a i fuck do. with ham dog yeah I, <laughs> like i i fuck with ham the whole way that's my shit. Whole, whole, fuck with it. Whole, like, whole plate of ham. You were just staring that fucker down and being like, let's whole go. Whole hog, whole ham. Ha- ham with mac and cheese, dog. That shit is on point. And okay. what I do, th- but here's the thing I will say, because you mentioned it with respect to Easter. You mentioned a bit. You mentioned it with having like a thing that you eat it with. Ham is great for picking. Ham is great for picking. So if mm-hmm. you're not going to cook two turkeys that day, but you're only going to cook one, Go get you a honey baked ham. Get that yeah. thing hooked up. And then all throughout the day while you're busy doing something, somebody can pull a little bit off that ham. They throw it into a Hawaiian roll. Bang, 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 bang. We got we're in business. Ooh, I'm mm. glad you said that. We um I am just reminded of a recipe that I don't think we've ever talked about in all of our holiday episodes on the show. So ham shows up in two contexts in holidays in our family. It is a uh, a Christmas Eve situation where we have country ham biscuits. We we do like a snacky <gasps> dinner. They don't for, have that here. Uh, for oh, I'll dude. I will send you some from Clifty's. I will absolutely mail you country ham because that's My, not. I had to go without it in Los Angeles and it sucked. Um, it sucks. It sucks real I will send hard. You, I will send you some from Biscuits. Everybody who makes it in my family is dead now. So we have to. We have to. <laughs> we joke about flying it in from Paris. It's Paris, Tennessee, um, but. We do like a little snacky buffet dinner at Christmas before we go off to church for four and a half hours uh, on Christmas Eve. And then on Thanksgiving, my mom makes this Black Friday. Well, not Black Friday because we're not like shopping, but Thanksgiving Friday. My mom makes this Friday brunch concoction the day after Thanksgiving. That is um, it's Hawaiian rolls, 
and you lay down the bottom half and you layer slices of ham and turkey. And then it's this, this sauce that she makes that is like, it has, it has minced onions in it. It has, it has plum preserves in it. It has, it's like a plum mustard and which sounds disgusting, but it's so good. And you, you spoon half the sauce over the open face sandwiches. Then you top them with the other half of the rolls and you spoon the other half of the sauce over the top. And then you bake, you put, um, oh, there's cheese in there too. You put like Swiss cheese in there mm -hmm. and you bake the whole pan until all the sausage, all the sausages, until all the sandwiches are like gooey and melty together. Um, and, but you have to spoon the sauce on the top too. That's important because it has to be a disgusting mess. And it turns into the, like this, like savory breakfast casserole pull apart situation. Is there egg um, in there too? Mm -mm, but you can. Like if you if you wanted to like throw egg wash or to like throw egg mixture over it, you could bake it as an actual breakfast casserole. But we tend to we tend to do them in the toaster oven and like pull them out of sandwiches. I love it. Yeah, which is really good. Um, let's see. Let's let's rock back to uh, to desserts for a moment. Brian Conway at Brian Conway two says I need some recommendations on good pies to make for the holidays. So first of all, let's go around the horn and see what everybody's dessert plans are. Uh, Cerber, we haven't heard from you in a minute. What is your Thanksgiving dessert? Uh, we'll make <clears throat> Chelsea's there. Chelsea, what are you making? Yeah, Chelsea makes the desserts and she'll make chocolate pecan pie. Um, she'll Ooh. also make she'll also make the thing that our like my family really really likes uh, the ch a chocolate eclair cake, which is what is pretty that? simple it's pretty simple it's basically have some you take like um you take cool whip and vanilla pudding mix and you mix those together to make your filling and then you lay like layers of that and graham cracker and then you cover the top layer like you do um you melt chocolate and then you cover the top layer with that melted chocolate and then you cool it uh overnight and it's delicious and that's like this my family's favorite pecan thing. pudding from from the last show it's really easy to make. Like it, I just described everything. It's simple, like vanilla Jello brand vanilla pudding mix, and Cool Whip brand Cool Whip and graham crackers. And you just need a thing to do it in. It's super simple, but it's really tasty. And my redneck family eats that shit up. <laughs> that sounds. Oh god, that sounds heavy. I want like one of those notations at the bottom that just says "serves one." Yeah, well, she actually makes one just for my dad every Thanksgiving. So oh. it is the case for one. Is she throwing some Oreos in there? No, she's never done that before. But I like uh, we we did something. Man, what was it called? We called it like like trash pie or something like that. Oh, that sounds good. Mud pie. We trash called it mud food. pie, and it was like <laughs> vanilla pudding with uh, Oreo bits in it, and then you and then you crush up Oreos on top as like the dry layer yeah. on top. We used to serve that at the yes. restaurant I managed, and it was really good too. You throw some gummy worms up in there. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> yes. A little cup of that's well, yeah. Worms, we used to have worms and dirt. Worms and dirt. Yeah, worms and dirt. Yep. Um, uh, Felder, what is your dessert rotation? I don't think we've heard yours. I'm not big into desserts. We don't really eat sweets much. Uh, I think this year we'll probably I'm probably going to make a cheesecake. Um, has nothing to do with Thanksgiving or Thanksgiving exclusive. My wife just likes cheesecake, so I'll make some and. But that's it. But traditionally, like if I was home, it's sweet potato pie. And that's like sweet potato pie and pound cake. Those are the two things that my mom, as I have taken over Thanksgiving from a family standpoint, 
she still insists on making her pound cake and her sweet potato pie, which is great and it's fantastic and I love them both. And I will give you this pro tip, a little bit of pound cake, you throw it into a pan the, the day after with a little bit of butter and you toast that thing like, like a grilled cheese. Like and a you got a real, you, you, you got a really, you got a really nice breakfast to go with your coffee. Like it's undefeated. Ooh. I don't think I've ever toasted pound cake before. That sounds insane in the best possible way. I will say something controversial again. Thanksgiving Krampus here. Okay, I yeah, think, let's... I think pie is really good at Thanksgiving and it will always be at my Thanksgiving and I'm not saying you shouldn't do it but broadly speaking as holiday desserts go I think you have better options Wow! there is a really good um, plum tort uh, you can find that recipe on Smitten Kitchen that I think is a really mm -hmm. strong rotation I think coffee cakes are a really nice thing to make for the winter holidays they're very easy to cut and to um, give people portions of like pie pie is great it is harder to sort of transfer it is harder for <laughs> to like give people leftovers afterwards it's harder to mm -hmm. give as a gift or whatever um i think i think pie is good i think if you are trying to branch out with your holiday baking repertoire cakes and torts and cookies are probably the way to go instead of just alternate versions of pie that's my opinion right on Pie's undisciplined. Like pound cake, <laughs> pound Jesus cake you can Christ. pound cake you can walk pound cake you can walk around with because it's got <laughs> some integrity. Nobody's ever been like, "Hey, hold on, I'm just going to hold this piece of apple pie." Like just do yep. it. You have first never seen idiot. Jason at Thanksgiving. Then. Also, yeah, I was going to say you, that's this is the least dad thing you've ever said. You can't eat pie with yeah. your hand. <laughs> Fuck you, Spencer. I'm pretty sure I said you a... couldn't carry it with your hand. It could be eaten with it your shouldn't, hand. It shouldn't. It doesn't need to be wanna... walked around with. It needs to be eaten at the fridge in secret before anyone can find you. No, this is your secret pie. <laughs> no, this is your secret pie. Now we're just. This is Ryan's secret apple pie. It's not Se secrets pie. It's this is my walking pie. around pie. Yeah. This yeah. is my sin. It ain't gonna this last is my sin long. pie. Yeah. That's right. Uh, what if the sin eaters had had pie instead of cake? Makes you think, huh? Um, I will say my mom has started doing, for, for her pumpkin pies, there are several recipes out there for this, where uh, you add black pepper to your to the mix. And it, Ooh, yeah. I, I haven't done this myself. I have tasted the fruit of it, and it's very good. It's a, like yeah. I, would, I would try that out. Lemon so, juice, too. Mm, interesting. Yeah, mm -hmm. got to get a little brightness in there. Um, mm -hmm. Yeah, so more spice. Goes more spice, more acid absolutely helps bring out the sweetness. So black pepper goes in the spice mix for anything pumpkin-y that I make because there is a, we are, we are a cake slash pie house divided. There is, an, there is an analog to the Christmas cake that I suffer at the hands of every year. And it is thankfully never up to me to make, uh, although I might give it a spin this year since we're not going to see this part of the family. It's a a pumpkin bunt cake that is in my great aunt's uh, church cookbook. Shout out Kingston, Tennessee from, I think 1972 is the copy of hers that I have. And it's a, it's an extremely thickly spiced uh, pumpkin cake. That's full of like cloves and nutmeg. Um, and I started adding cardamom and black pepper to it. And of course that caused an international incident among certain members of my family and now they've just gotten used to it and they think the old cake is bland so you know sometimes <laughs> you can just charge ahead because what are they going to do not eat dessert 
Um, there's a, I want to shout out our hot weather listeners again. There's a variation on pumpkin pie that I've never seen anyone but my mother make. And I don't know if she made it up or if it's a recipe, but she makes this frozen praline pumpkin pie. That is, she takes the, uh, she takes the pumpkin, the pumpkin filling that, and, and you make the pumpkin filling, but you make it without eggs and she mix she whips it together with softened vanilla ice cream instead of and like making it into a custard and she pours the whole thing into a graham cracker pie shell and freezes it and then this is for those years when it's you know 75 and rainy on thanksgiving and she makes a giant praline on a sheet of wax paper and uh in a great moment hits it in the middle with a mallet and shatters it into a bunch of shards and then like arranges those shards artfully on the pie when it's uh, out of the freezer. And it's like a, like a pumpkin ice cream pie. Um, it's absolutely delicious, but then that's, that's pretty much all there is to it. I'm pretty sure you could just make it with canned pumpkin and vanilla ice cream and whatever spices you want, if you wanted to. Um, I'm in charge of dessert this year and we have nieces with multiple food allergies. I've tried to make this cake without wheat and eggs and, I think I probably could have done it correctly without one and the other way it just slumps. So we are relying on a local, um, we're relying on a local gluten-free bakery this year who is going to produce an apple cake for us. And I'm going to do some kind of like maybe a pear pie with a, with like a rum caramel. I mean, I don't want to slander pie anymore, but in my family, we always had pecan pie, which is trash. I don't I know hate, why people. I hate pecan pie too. Like, I'm one of the. I, it's, I'm just, one. it's just. It's just. I don't like it. It's just syrup. It's just syrup with right. like. It's uh, just like the filling is never good. worth. I could just. Is that right? Yeah. I can't. It's yeah. it's the one corn syrup based item I cannot rock with. Jason, you sound like Not. you've got something on your heart. No, it's yeah. all wrong. It's or chest <laughs> chest pie. I've never it's oh, never actually adi- it's never adequately been explained to me exactly what why it's called fuck? chest pie or what chest pie is. Um this I understand is be finally ser- Cerber what is, Yeah, I don't understand what either of these things are. You know, um, isn't maybe- it chocolate like chocolate mousse or something, basically? There is there is chocolate chest pie, but regular ass chest pie is like just the custard. Um, I think chess pie is basically like gooey, like gooey butter pie or gooey butter cake. Mm-hmm. I think is like the Missourian yes. analog to that. Your negative yeah. opinions can go fuck themselves. I, I love. <laughs> Listen, I'm a. Oh I'm shoot! A, I remember I'm, the fight we were going to have, Felder. We haven't had the. We didn't have the greens fight. What about them? After we remember, um, I was wondering if anybody else had particular holidays attached to greens because Felder is making his for Christmas and greens at my house are like a new year's and Easter situation. And we, do I mean, you, we, Felder, I wanted to ask you, do you have them on all like, cause I'll, I'll make greens a lot of times, like just for regular non-holiday meals during the fall, but they've never, they've never been like a Thanksgiving or Christmas food for me. Yeah, no, we greens, we eat greens on Thanksgiving, Christmas, greens on Easter. Obviously, as you mentioned, we eat new year's, you better get them greens. New my year's mom, is mandatory. Yeah. My mom calls me and is like, you got greens? I said, yeah, you know I got greens. You kidding me? If you don't eat greens on New Year's, you're going to be poor as hell. <laughs> that's just facts, is, dog. Yeah, that's correct. This is No, this is my father's, uh, my, this is my father's lecture to me as well. Yeah, so we, but we eat greens. My wife doesn't particularly care for them, but she'll eat them. But I've been doing a, a smoke green. So I've been doing that outside on the smoker, in a pot, just getting a little smoke to them. But I, I love greens. Like, so we don't, 
I'm black, y'all. We don't eat green bean casserole. <laughs> Wait, green bean casserole has not green bean casserole no, no. has not crossed the threshold. No, I was not aware of that. that. No, that's not. We no, that's not a thing. <laughs> the first time I ever had it was um, that Thanksgiving that I cried. And then... <laughs> oh. Listen, I I want to send you a recipe that I want you to try. There's like, there's oh, I can make it. Cas- no, it's because there's a casserole recipe that I have that I think you might that I think might be more to your sense. I don't like casserole. Uh, no, well, it's, casserole it's as less, a concept is pretty bad. A, don't back down, Felder. Um, Fuck that green bean casserole. No, I was just saying, I saw this a couple weeks ago. It's not green bean casserole, but it contains all the same ingredients. It's more of a stir fry. The one um, Emily makes is more of a cheesy green beans situation than yeah, like, anything I would identify as a casserole. Like I, 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 if I, say, I, make green, I make green bean casserole. I can make it. I can make it taste good. I used real ingredients. I've fried my own onions for green I bean casserole. I fried my own onions last year, and it was a game changer. It's I a might, game changer. Unfortunately, I, use, I don't think I can ever go back. <laughs> I use real green beans, not green, nothing from a can. I make the whole deal. I can do the whole shit. I don't like it. I don't want it. I don't need it. But my wife likes it, so I make it for her. Where's my wife from? The Midwest. That is correct. There we go. You That's see, right. Uh, there you, we go. When you see casserole, by the way, it's it's basically when you see a casserole, you're like, I'm in a radiation area. How high radiation? How low radiation? I don't know. If I walk that way, it could get worse. There might be way more casserole. Um, <laughs> but right now, like, I can do a little bit of casserole. It's like a little bit of radiation. Casserole is a I'm high fine with danger it. area for you because you're anti-cheese. I'm anti-cheese, and I don't like creamy stuff. And like, I generally, um, I generally think... Casseroles exist because they were like, how do we sell all this extra soup? <laughs> <laughs> Big soup once again pulling the strings. <laughs> Maybe we can have them cook scraps of food in the hot soup in a tray and then cover it with cheese because cheese is often used like an alibi. It covers a crime. See, That's what cheese has done in America. Yeah. See, Felder, I think casserole is the grown-up version of, oh, how can we trick these people into eating some vegetables? How can we sneak them into some? Like, <laughs> I always thought casserole is like grown-up struggle meal. I like. I agree with. I agree with Felter. I I don't like green bean casserole. I don't make it mostly because I'm just like, yeah. I think the vegetables should just be vegetables. That's just how I yeah. roll with it. Like, if I, I'm gonna sneak a bunch of shit into my vegetables, let's just do Brussels sprouts that have bacon in them. Sure. See, I think this is why I don't do. I think this is why I don't do greens at Thanksgiving. Although I've like I fried Brussels sprouts before when we were frying turkey, like because there's so much else on the table that's heavy and cooked, I want my vegetables to like be crisp and light and kind of and break fresh. up the pattern. Yeah, and kind of break up the pattern a little bit. Like I think that's I think the weather was my excuse, but I I liked it so much last year going with like the herby green salad over any kind of. Uh, cooked yeah. vegetable besides the potatoes that I think I might continue to rock that. It's more of like a, like I'm using vegetables more as a change up is yeah. how they've come Listen, to function in the meal. The way that I make greens is not healthy. It's not good. Oh for no, you. they can't be. No, healthy greens are not good greens. Those are not the same like, thing. Uh, well, I have this a... is also a regional thing to some extent. Cause like there are maybe three days a year in Florida where you're like, mm, casserole sounds good. It's like you can't oh, eat casserole God. when it's like 88 and raining. 
hot rain. You can't do. You can't just be like, yeah, that's right. Get the cream and mushroom soup out. We're gonna casserole the fuck out of tonight. Absolutely not. Am I a Dade County casserole? Like, Woo! yeah, like Florida. Just like Florida's a place where you're like, oh, Boston Market. That sounds heavy. <laughs> There's so many Boston markets in Florida, and I was always like, who's getting fucking chowder today? It's 92 degrees, and somebody just got shot across the street. Let's get some chowder. Wait, time out. Is, do like you think Boston. that Boston market is about chowder? I don't. Is it not? They, they sell chowder. <laughs> I know that they're a meat. I know that I've they do meat and free. Don't they do Boston chowder? I've never been inside a Boston market in my life. I think I just know I'm literally Boston market. <laughs> Wait, so what is Do Boston they? Market? Hold on, I'm gonna look. I'm gonna why look. is everybody laughing at us? By the way, why are we why are you asking me questions like knowledge isn't incriminating? Knowledge of what Boston Market actually has on the Listen, menu. I can't speak to Spencer's Spencer's younger days. As of now, Boston Market does not serve chowder. Damn it! <laughs> They've abandoned their roots. But it's ninety two it's ninety two degrees in Florida and I want chowder. Reject modernity, return to tradition, embrace tradition. I, I swear we had an episode at some point about Tampa's best chowder joint. Anyway, yes, look through yeah, the balls. We did, no, yeah, yeah. yeah. You've lived, you've lived this long of a life. You lived this life <laughs> thinking that Boston Market made chowder. Now, now Why would I, I have this? gone into Why a Boston Market and verified what's in there? I've never eaten at one. <laughs> Who yeah. eats there? Who yeah. who goes? Mm, I don't know. Food. I don't know. I don't know who eats there, but I know that they're a rotisserie chicken place. Yes. Yeah. Here's here's the other fuck. Really? Here's the other oh. fucked up thing. You, <laughs> wait. Here's the other fucked up thing you can get at Boston that's Market. Amazing. You can get meatloaf. Yes. What like, the the, no, the idea of being, meatloaf? The idea of being on a road trip and be like, you know what? We're going to stop and get meatloaf. Let's get fucked up on some meatloaf. We're going to get some traditional Boston meatloaf. The Boston is like, like oh. that's a total misdirection here. Yep. The this way is the Pilgrims amazing. had it with fish in it. If I throw, if I throw, if I throw a container of red pepper in the place, does the restaurant just shut down? Like, no! <laughs> oh my goodness. I can't believe this. Yeah. I cannot believe that you you've just traveled through life thinking Boston Market <laughs> absolutely like chowder spot. He thought it was. I like can't believe anyone would life. know it was in there. I like the idea of Spencer rolling up to Boston Market and be like, two lobsters, please." <laughs> <laughs> I would totally do that. <laughs> this seems entirely reasonable to me, and um, I'm concerned with what that says for me because I'm agreeing. I'm with pretty. Sure, I mean, I, I think I've eaten there once yeah. when I was like 24 or something. Yeah, yeah I it, had it when I was cafeteria food. Yeah, it's that, yeah. Oh, it's oh, it's like Luby's. Oh, okay, yes, it's like it's not cafeteria style, it's, but it's it's, cafe, it's, it's uh, like mashed potatoes, green beans, corn. It's, it, okay, it's, 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 it's Yankee meat. It's Yankee meat. I, I got it. I got it for you. I'm gonna I'm gonna translate. All right. Yes, it's, that's exactly. Okay, I'm ready. Please. It's a non-buffet okay. Shoney's. Yeah. Oh, that is great. Yeah, but nah, Shoney's had, had points. Shoney's had that bacon. Shoney's had the tiny blue Shoney's had the Shoney's had the tray of bacon, the bottomless tray of bacon. Oh, Felder, you weren't here when you found out. I didn't go because COVID, but my 20th high school reunion was at Shoney's. <laughs> I love it. Oh, wait, I just or realized. It was supposed to be. I did not attend. <laughs> Y'all, Shoney's had, their, their mascot was a bear, Shoney bear. The lollipop oh, yeah. bear in the tree, yeah. Oh, Shoney yeah. bear was nothing but kindness and love. All he wanted you to do was get the breakfast buffet and those little hollow Twinkies that you could put fruit filling and whipped mm -hmm. cream in. Oh, yeah. Oh, my God. I, just I think realized... those were just hot dog buns. 
I can order mm-hmm. Boston Market and have I think it delivered. Excuse me. I think they're Ryan. Don't you fucking hot dare! Dog I, I am. I am going to on a day of my choosing, without warning. I'll. I'll give you a call to let you know it's coming. But I'm going to send you Boston Market for dinner one night. This Ryan, week. I know don't. what it smells like. It smells so bad. <laughs> Ryan, please don't. This. No. Nope. This, this is gonna, great. This is gonna hurt me somehow. Hey, maybe you'll like, get I'm lucky, get and I'll. Here. Maybe you'll get lucky, and I'll do it on Sunday, Wednesday, or Friday when Prime Rib is on the menu. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think you could do. A lot worse than Boston Market. Ryan, Ryan, don't do this week. Do it for Thanksgiving. <laughs> oh wow! Do it the week of Thanksgiving because I'll be in Tennessee. Do Limited? they not have? Do they? Do they? I I bet Boston Market offers a full Thanksgiving dinner. I would be shocked if they didn't. Yes, I I would believe that they didn't. Oh, I'm gonna send With you fish. ribs. I'm gonna send you ribs from Boston Market. You fools! <laughs> you're ruined. <laughs> they have no, com- Ryan, they have no sauce on them. You're chalice. talking, Ryan. You're talking awfully bold for somebody who's act. gonna be on parental leave in the new year, and it's gonna be getting a lot of delivered meals. These are That's Boston fine. dry ribs. Holly, I'll be so tired and sad that it won't matter at this point. You can't break Why a broken would you man. Be sad because children are up all the time when they're babies. Because he's tired. Yeah. It's true. He'll be very tired. Yeah, he'll all be right, tired I have, from giving uh, birth. While I'm on my uh, food questions from an alien kick. Um, XL family meal deal. Yeah. <laughs> no. See? Um, Yet. So can I tell you? Can I, hold on. Before we move on. What you're I really rebuke gonna, you. What you're really going to fucking hate about Boston Market <laughs> is the cornbread. You're going to be so fucking offended oh, no. by this cornbread. You're going to think it's no. an affront to God. Oh, it is. Ryan, bad. I'm telling my it's father. Bad. <laughs> yes. You're also, I will say, you're also going to hate the corn. Yes. Yes. How, How can you hate? How yes. they fuck up? Is it just cafeteria How corn? How can you hate corn, he asked yeah. innocently. Imagine you... corn with nothing in it at all. You oh, yes, God. it's basically just like what if we put it in hot water? That's it. We didn't, <laughs> just, we didn't cook it in hot water. We just put it in hot water. You're just oh. bringing a human hog fodder to my door. Oh my God! I cannot wait to send you Boston Market. I am so excited and, for this. Oh my what goodness. did I ever do? To um, you? So my I can't believe question is our last question. Well, my my question for y'all is this: Is mac and cheese uh, considered a vegetable at your house? Is that is that how that works? Um, because I don't. Well, fun, uh, full full disclosure, I do not understand the dish. I do not know where it falls in the protein carbohydrate. I do not know whether it is a side or a, a main. Protein, um, I do not know what goes in it other than mac and cheese. Obviously, I don't know what's forbidden or what's like considered outre in terms of making mac and cheese. I just have mac and cheese questions. Well, you don't, I don't like you. Don't, Floyd, I'm assu- that's a Floyd episode. I'm assuming you don't like mac and cheese. Oh yeah, no, it's rank. I, okay. I'll stand on it. No, okay. I fucking hate cheese. Right. Period. No, I understand. Yeah, no, so I, I understand. right. So mac and cheese is like a definite no go. All right, mac and cheese look- is not a vegetable at our house, but I do come from a family where we frequent restaurants where it is a vegetable. If that makes sense, it counts. It, like if you if you go to if you go to K and W, it counts as a vegetable. Yeah. If if you're if like you're my- going if you're going to the K and W. That's what you get your main, you get three vegetables. One is going to be mashed potatoes or a baked potato. The other one's going to be mac and cheese. And then you're going to get green. You're going to get greens. I'm not getting green beans, but you can get green beans. But like, that's the three. And those are your three vegetables. They go with the, the steak or chicken or whatever you get. It counts. Is it a vegetable? Absolutely not. 
conceptually, conceptually it, it becomes a vegetable. It counts a really good way of putting it. Okay. Jason, and what should Emily, not? And what, what is, is the it thing for that? Yeah. Uh, it is a side. I would not call it a vegetable. See, this is how we know you're not southern. Yeah. Sorry. I mean, All I make sides really are vegetables. Mac and cheese. I make really good mac and cheese, but I we didn't grow up with mac and cheese as a Thanksgiving side anyway until I got older, and then it's often a kid requested item, so it gets made. But it's. I, I to me the key to Thanksgiving is I want to see evidence that it was cooked. I don't want just cheesy noodles. Yeah. Like I want, I, you know what I mean. Yeah. I want some crispiness. I want. Some... You're talking baked mac and cheese. Yeah, you want some. Um, I usually make it actually on the on the stove mostly, and I may top it off with a crispy layer in the oven, but just because he prefers that. Um, yeah, um, I don't know. I'm here to rep mac and cheese. I fuck with it hard. Mac and cheese. What's your, I didn't what's your even method, re- Felder? I didn't realize that mac and cheese couldn't be baked until I was an adult. Like I, oh, so just you never... didn't you didn't grow up with like stovetop mac and cheese? Like we had like there like there's a humongous difference between Easy Mac or like Velveeta shells and cheese. Yeah. But like right. when we have mac and cheese proper proper, it was always baked mac and cheese. That's just what we always had. Right. And we had it for every holiday, going back to Easter with the ham. Like we had it for Easter, mm-hmm. had it for New Year's, had it for Christmas, had it for Thanksgiving. We always had mac and cheese. And it was always like you make your little roux, you add your cheese in, you get your noodles in, and then you get that into the pan, the Pyrex. You get the Pyrex with a little extra cheese on the top. You get it into the oven, you let it bake. Then you t- flip it to the broil. You broil that top so you get the crusties on the top. No breadcrumbs, just the crust of the cheese baked onto the top. And that's sweet. I didn't realize, like, and if you could like, and you could like, the next day leftovers, like you just cut the leftovers with a knife out yeah. of the pan. It's like a brownie yes. pan at that point. Yeah, yeah, that's, yeah. that's, that's, that's <laughs> yes. how you know. That's how you know. Yeah, it and it's like, yeah, yeah. That second I mean, day mac and cheese is walking around food. I don't yes, want to scoop is. the mac and cheese. I want to slice the mac and cheese. <laughs> yeah, I want a hunk. <laughs> That is how well, it the, the cheese at that point has reformed into a single cheese. At that point, yeah. it is a type of cheese. All no, by can itself. you just give me a slice of that mac and cheese? Yeah, I I know. By the way, like this is the influence of either the South Texas and or both on Thanksgiving because at no point in any Courier and Ives portrait of a traditional New England Thanksgiving that then spread throughout the rest of the country did anyone at any point entertain the notion of mac and cheese and then at one point around like 1940 or 1950 it was like hey hey y'all you know what be real good with this cheese and noodles yeah you're welcome <laughs> and conquered with zero resistance the rest of the country I'll say this too as people go out to do their shopping Fuck a elbow. Get the cavatappi. Cavatappi. <laughs> cavatappi is the best. Every time. Hey, um, hero. Just so y'all know, Boston Market also has mac and cheese. Don't, <laughs> you, dare. Don't you goddamn dare, Ryan. And no. guess what? It's terrible. You're that going to hate not it. even blood. I'm going to mail it. I'm going to mail it back to you. <laughs> I'm just going to pour it into a FedEx mailer post, and send it right to your fucking house. The post office won't take it. House. They won't they take it. They'll be they like, oh. Another another attempted shipping Boston market? No, sir. Into the crash. You're banned from FedEx for life. Does this contain hazardous liquids?